Welcome to the Foundations podcast series, where we build our present on the foundations of the future. On each episode, we'll feature either an educational, tactical guide or a special guest whose story will help pave the way to a stronger foundation in life, business, and beyond. This show is sponsored by the SalesCast community, a place where entrepreneurs and sales leaders build revenue-first podcasts. Join the community for free at salescast.community. We're speaking with Ash Kumra today on building your entrepreneurial vision, taking steps toward a vision. He is a radio show host and the host, one of the co-hosts of a hit new podcast called Our Official Intelligence. Yeah, what up, man? What's up, brother? Good to see you as always. What's new, man? Brother, I'm on a uh, I'm on a content Jones right now. I'm in the zone where I just want to create lots of helpful content. Um, I loved what you said in the beginning about finding that uh, those pl- those steps to figure out what you want to do because um, I've recently been doing that. All right, let's talk about it. What steps are you taking? What's your vision? So my vision is I want to be the greatest interviewer on the planet. Okay, you want to be the greatest interviewer on the planet. Let's yeah, talk about that. Yeah. What does that look like? Um, what that looks like is is I have to become so good at my craft of interviewing that I have to live and breathe this motto. Here's what's great about this goal. It is not going to happen whether it's 30 days, one year, two years, three years. I don't care. Could take the rest of your life. It could take <laughs> the rest of my life. That's what's beautiful about it. See, in the past, I often would create goals that were very um, date-driven, but I realized that I wasn't really doing my true purpose. I was doing things just to provide a good life, income, or maybe at a time status, but it really wasn't what was truly fulfilling for me. Mm-hmm. And I got inspired. Um, you Have you read Will Smith's new book? No. What's it called? It's called Will. Will? It's his new autobiography. In fact, I, I'm happy to lend it to you. It's a great book. Um, Will Smith has a simple goal. He wants to be the biggest biggest entertainer on the planet. And I'm not saying I, I got like, oh, I'm going to be Will Smith. By no means. But it was very relatable to me to learn from someone who is literally one of the most, for me, the most inspiring individual. Did you see his latest movie, King Richard? Yes. Man, what a good movie. Wow. I know. What a father. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it, and I don't want to I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I definitely recommend you everyone sees, especially fathers. It's all he's like say. he's one of the greatest actors of all time already. But the reason why though, yeah, is because he has this goal in his head where he wants to be the biggest he wants to be the biggest entertainer on the planet. Number one. And he le- but when you say you want to be the biggest or greatest. It doesn't mean you others can't be it too. So that's the second thing about your vision. Mm-hmm. Understand that your vision isn't a one, one conquers all. It just means you are doing the biggest, best version of yourself. There could be two versions. So for my case, there can be, you could be also the greatest interviewer of all time. It doesn't matter. There can be three people. Colin could be the greatest interviewer of all time alongside our journey. Hold on. So how does that work? Because there's so much abundance in the world. You see, one thing I've learned is that there is so much abundance of opportunities, of people, of experiences that it doesn't make sense that one person gobbles it all. So instead of everybody fighting for the same position, like there is no end all position. 
there, there, there's multiple, there's room for multiple people with the same end yes. goal at the top is what you're saying. Yes. Because we also have different timelines. Remember I told you, yeah. I don't care if it's five years, three years, 10 years, you might be focused on two years or it might naturally happen to you in two years. That's cool. There's so much opportunity out there. And that's what I loved. Uh, that's what I love about this, but a clear vision. If you look at the best, the most successful communicators, whether it's the Simon Sinek's or the Tony Robbins, um, they don't say it's going to happen in a year. They just focus on what they do, and it happens naturally. They focus on what they do. It happens naturally. But let's paint the rest of the vision. Mm-hmm. Then I want to talk about the steps that you're taking, yeah. if you don't mind. Of course. Um, when you when you see like visually in your mind what this looks like, what does that version of success really look like? What is it like? What are you looking at? What are you hearing? Like. What is that moment where it's like, okay, I'm the greatest interviewer in the world right now? It's actually the same vision I have. The images change, but I'm closing my eyes so I can really give you a depiction. It's actually the perfect day for me. I wake up, I do my mindfulness work. You know, you and I are both fans of breathing and meditation. So I do a little bit of that. I might do a little calisthenics, like some pull-ups. I will then eat breakfast with my loved ones. Then I'm going to my studio, whether, and it's kind of like a man cave. Um, and I'm just creating amazing content. I'm interviewing some of the most unique, unique, greatest minds. I'm, I'm getting them to talk in ways that they normally don't talk normally on media. That is the, that is the key for me to be the greatest interview is that I'm able to get you to express yourself and make you feel so authentically invited that you're just going to do it. And then my day's done. That's it. That's my perfect day. That's that's how I'm going to be the greatest interviewer. When I can do that, that's it. But you're actually already doing that. I that's am, the funny part is like for those that don't know Ash, for yeah. those that do know Ash, that's literally what you do every day. It is. It is, <laughs> but I'm not I'm not interviewing the depth of people I sh- I could be interviewing right now. I'm okay. I, I'm somewhat, um, and I'm purposely happy with, or I'm purposely doing this because. But I, you've interviewed like Drew Pinsky, Doctor Drew. Yeah, that was fun. Doctor Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Vision yeah. Lakiani. Yeah, like, yeah. how much further can you really go? It's ironic because you were involved in two of those three interviews. Um, or it's meant to be, I should say. Um, so for me, it's not about to be the greatest interview. It's not about the biggest names. See. It's about being the greatest conversationalist. Got it. Okay. So even though, and I'll just be honest with you, even though you did interview those people, they weren't the greatest conversations that they've ever had. No, they weren't. I mean, you got in the room. I would argue that Dr. Oz's one was good because he actually said to me, I've, I've really, I wasn't there. No, no, that's fine. But, and I'm not saying it's his greatest interview, but the Dr. Oz interview was an eye-opening for me because it made me learn the depthness of what I can talk to people about. Okay. Um, one thing I want to say though is that if every con- all these conversations they come back saying this interview is going to impact someone, whether it's myself or others, then that's the I haven't done. I don't do that all day. I'm still learning the game. Okay, so you're still you're still practicing the craft, but you're like you're you've got you've got this infrastructure set up. Mm-hmm. So I think the vision is clear ish. Um, t- tell me about the action steps you're taking. How do you, how do you chart a course to that sort of end result? Yeah. So 
like anything, like if you want to be the greatest basketball player, you want to be the greatest salesman or salesperson, you have to do work every day. So every day I'm doing an interview, whether it's live or pre-recorded, I'm doing an interview. The second thing I'm now doing is I have to not only embrace interviewing, I have to embrace um, being comfortable talking about anything. So I'm now, I'm now vlogging every day, which I did not think I wanted to do every day, but it's actually helping me become a better interviewer. And the last thing, well, there's more, but the other thing related to this actual tactical is <laughs> I'm writing a rap song every day. Okay. This one's new, but the rap song is, is in, it's based off of what I'm feeling that day or what's inspiring me when I'm talking my blog. The rap song is not meant to be on an album. The rap song is just, it's a creative outlet for me. So rap song, vlog, interview someone every day. Yeah. And I want to say one thing. Okay. Regarding the rap song, you can do your own version. Like I know you and Bobby Dysart like to write every day. That's your version of rap song. As long as you do it, it gets your creative. Some sort of feeling expression in art. I like how you communicate that. Yeah. That's, that's what it is. And then besides that, those, by the way, that's probably only 20% of what I need to do. The, m- the other part is the mindfulness work. I'm, I, have to, I would like to breathe twice a day. I'd like to meditate at least 20 minutes. I'd like to listen to some binaural beat deep meditation. Um, I want to eat right. I want to do fitness. That is the majority of my time. So we were actually, I have, a, I have sort of a funny thing that I want to bring in here is that you said there's, there's really two things in my you said this to me see if there's two things yeah. in my life where i get the answers to pretty much anything mm-hmm. star trek and the wu-tang clan yeah so how often <laughs> how does star trek and the wu-tang clan affect your daily life oh man my, if my artificial intelligence hosts are, he, are hearing this they're gonna like roll their eyes i always <laughs> mention star trek on that show um star trek is was the first show or first content that i got introduced that showed me i can you can do the impossible so it, whether it's 10 minutes a day of Star Trek on TV or reading a Star Trek biography or some article, that's Star Trek for me. I have to do so, consume something with Star Trek. Um, that's why I like Star Trek so much. It literally is the ultimate show that you can achieve anything. It's, it's, it's amazing. And there's a reason why Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and many NASA astronauts use Star Trek as an inspiration for them. Awesome. No, no okay. let me tell you something. No. I'm going to give you a funny example. Please. Okay? Um, when I'm reading this book right now that William Shatner did, um, one of his bios on his experience doing Star Trek, and he's talking about in 1968 how how he's how he found it interesting that he was invited to go to the Apollo 11 launch, and he said in his and he said it freaked them out that he was standing next to Neil Armstrong, and Neil Armstrong was nervous around him. Wow, that's how much of an impact a fictitious TV show like Star Trek has has on dreamers that's why it's so important to me and i'm one of those dreamers wu-tang clan is and i would and i would preface by saying good hip-hop but right now for me it's been wu-tang clan wu-tang clan was my inspiration on what i feel is creative uh creative spoken word which i feel is a key trait to becoming a great interviewer so that's why i like wu-tang it always just it's just what i grew up with whenever i was alone i just listened to wu-tang so you're taking the action steps right now. The action steps look like writing a rap song every day, mm-hmm. 
look like um, doing an interview every mm-hmm. day. And then now you're doing your vlog. Yeah. You have all of your additional mindfulness work on top of that. Yep. You're, I mean, I don't even understand how you have time for so many consulting clients and mm-hmm. all the projects that you do. And now you have artificial intelligence, which is like a breakout show. Thank it's you. probably one of the most entertaining but insightful podcast like you're reinventing the genre <laughs> it's pretty wild yeah. that like you're creating a modern day like youtube podcast that feels like it could go on mtv it's like that good you know <laughs> wow that's the nicest thing you've ever heard because you're show. bringing you're bringing leaders in yeah in uh entertainment yeah. comedians yeah we are you're bringing yeah. like mayors of city you know yeah. mayors of cities yeah. and you're getting them to talk about wild stuff like stuff like Nobody talks about this stuff on normal shows. So that, so the days I do acronym for artificial touches, OOI, the ac- reason the days I do OOI, that's my one interview of the day. But let me tell you what else OOI teaches me about. OOI teaches me how to be a good team player. OOI is not me. OOI is me, my host, and our guest, which you've been on. So that was a that must have been different for you because you were different. used to just being like Ash, the host. Yep. Now it's. Ash is a host, a co-host, and it really is a team. And thing. I have strong co-hosts. Because you had me as a guest on, and we had like dinner together. We're talking, yeah. we're joking, talking about comic yeah. books. We're I in know. the room together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody gets to be involved in the conversation. That's not normal That's for why today's I'm content I'm creation. I'm being pushed outside my boundaries. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is... Okay, the other thing about these about my vision, because I don't have a specific date, I don't have a specific date on how good I get at any of these other things. So we're 25 episodes into OOI, and I would say this week's episode was the first time where I felt like I got it. 25 weeks, maybe 30, because we took a break on the holidays, one or two other weeks. After Has it 30. really been that long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost in wow. three months. So that's what's helpful about OOI. Um, that's what it's taught me. It's taught me patience. In fact, without a, with OOI helped me realize my goal faster. My what I really want to do. Wow. Yeah. But do you see the, see, but this this is yeah, one yeah. thing I want to highlight for the audience is that these realizations they don't happen in the beginning of a project. Yeah. Rarely do you get these breakthroughs in the beginning of the project is that you actually have to start the project not knowing 100% how you're going to get to the vision. Well said. You like you bet you it's it's the faith step. Yes. It's 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 the it's you know stepping out into the unknown. And the unknown is rather scary. It is very scary. Yes. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Well, no, well, I know you haven't talked about it too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the evolution of what OI has become. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Started out as something totally different, but because you took the steps toward doing that other thing that was totally different it led to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And now it is the, now it is what it is today. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about that if you don't mind? Yeah. Yeah. So I had a totally different idea for OOI. Originally I was going to do a kind of a comedic spoof, which would help elevate mental wellness at the same time. Um, And the show had a good intent um, and we did some early interviews, but it wasn't authentically me. It just did not feel me. I felt like I was too much of a character. Mm. So I, I took a break. I remember going through a little uh, breakdown. I remember coming to you, to Bobby. I was in a down spot. I mean, you remember how it was right after that? I decided not to do it. I was pretty down. Do you know what? Do you know what Jim Carrey says about this exact thing? No. 
He's like, he has this rant where he talks about depression. He says, depression is your body saying you need deep rest, deep yeah, rest. That's what I did. And because when you're depressed, it's your body's way of saying, F you, I'm tired of playing this character you've been having me play. Wow. And you just described yourself as have, being this character. I'm yes. not joking. I'll send you the clip. Yeah, yeah. Um, who was this character and why was it so uncomfortable? Because I had a timeline for one thing. Mm -hmm. So I thought I have to make this the most successful show in one year. That's that versus now I'm going to be the biggest in what I want to do, but it doesn't have a timeline. And so I don't know, I've been sort of a historian of Ash's life for a while now, several years. Yeah. And I've seen you do this a few times where you have the timeline, you have the expectations really, really high. You don't hit them because they're pretty much impossible to hit. And, and then, you know, what's different now? Cause that, like there's some clues in that you realize it's, it's now I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's anything, but what I'm hearing is that now it's just, it's just your life. You have something that you're going to be working toward for a much longer time. And I see you with a whole new kind of sustainability that I've never seen in you before. Oh, thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Um, I think you hit the nail on the head. My, because I was always time driven and always very specific driven. I was confusing short term immediate goals with long term. I was making what should have just been short term goals or immediate goals um, be those and not have it be the long term end goal. And and so it did. That's why I authentically didn't fit. What would you tell Ash five years ago? Don't hold back on what you want to do. I should have done this goal that I just said to you five, 10 years ago, but I would put myself in it. Wasn't it technically your goal anyway? You just weren't totally admitting it. I wasn't admitting it to myself. Yeah. yeah. Why is it that like that, that that's very common. I see that is people have the real goal, but they tell everybody else something else that's maybe more safe. You know, I mean, there's so many reasons, bro. There's like information overload. There is comparing yourself. There is not setting, setting low standards for yourself. There is bad diet, bad wellness, bad listening, to, watching bad content, the un-Star Trek type of stuff in my eyes. There's a lot of reasons. Right. There's Star Trek. Then there's everything else. <laughs> yes. I'm not hating. I love Star Wars probably as much, but for education, it's all about Star Trek. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars is entertainment. Star yeah. Trek sounds like it was much more to you than yeah. that. Leadership. I learned everything on Star Trek. A lot of things. You can type in right now, Captain Kirk, comma, leadership, and Forbes has this phenomenal article on leadership traits you can get from this fictitious captain. I can't really tell you any other show that's done that um, off the top of my head. We, we could go on for this a while. I mean, a lot of you who are listening to my shows lately, like, the real thing inside of me, same vision I've had since I was a kid. Um, I'm born to be a public speaker, yep. born to be a spiritual leader, um, born to, to, to lead teams. And, and, you know, I've spent a long time finally just admitting that yeah. it's taken me a while to be comfortable with that because I was getting comfortable with myself. In many ways, I didn't even know who I was, but the dream has been there pretty much forever. And like the longer you ignore the dream, the, the worse it gets. Like, and I'll just give you a Christian example, if you don't mind, Please. is that it said, okay, unconfessed sin makes you sick. You're only as sick as your secrets. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? 
I love it though. No, but I actually have a, I have a, a um, something that is goes upon that, which is, um, what is equally horrible is unconfessed dreams and ambition. How many of you out there have unconfessed dreams and ambition that you're just not telling anybody because you're letting your circle of influence hold you down? The expectations of others, maybe you'd be more successful than your parents or your friends. And that would make them uncomfortable. Okay, but you're really, are you really going to let that hold you back from your unconfessed dreams and ambitions? What is it inside of you? that you need to finally just let it out and tell somebody you may think it's silly. Like you want to be a rapper or a comedian or a writer or a podcast host. I'm telling you right now that you can be a podcast host right now. You can, you can go start it. Becoming great is going to take practice and time. I've done, I've been a part of, or I've personally recorded a thousand interviews now, but I don't even think I'm very good yet. I'm just starting. I'm just starting to get there. Wow. (laughs) It's an amazing story, man. Um, tell me a little bit more, though. You know, like we I think have, we got like a few minutes. Yeah, I mean, once I stop letting, once I let go of a specific date or a specific time, or or expectations, which are which I feel are really created by society. Um, Langston, thank you so much. Do you and find your tribe? Totally agree with you, brother. We've got Colin Mitchell uh, fire emoji. Thank you very much. Anyways, that's that's all. I think you get what I'm trying to say. Just that's the that's the goal. Everybody, I want you to go follow Ash Kumra on LinkedIn. Yeah. I want you to check out the OOI podcast, yeah. our official intelligence yeah, it's on Instagram. On Instagram, it's going to be linked in the show notes below when this episode goes out. We wanted to give you a behind the scenes live for those that are watching. Thanks for tuning in to the Foundations podcast series. Please leave us a review and subscribe. Want to reach out to me? Just find me on LinkedIn in the show notes below and I'd be happy to talk.